0: Hello. It's springtime. The birds have returned, except for those pesky pigeons. We don't like pigeons. The insects are back. We don't talk about them either. But the trees have returned. The flowers are out. And to celebrate springtime lollies, we're going to talk about gardening and plants, right? Yep. What we planted in the past, what
1: we're planting now, everything all about gardening. And maybe we will give you some of the tips that have helped us in the past, too. Indeed. So stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. Indeed, lovelies. So, today we're going to be talking all about plants, looking after them, and gardening. Totally.
0: Some of us lovelies are plant parents. I look after trees, but sister is a whole, like,
1: it's a university of plants. I would not call it a university, though I try my best. Okay, college. Mmm, sure. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess let's start out with our background when it comes to looking after plants or, like, gardening. gardening. Yeah.
0: I remember um, back back in, in the day, Lovelies, sister brought home, I think they were dandelions or sunflowers. Sunflowers. They were so pretty. Yeah. And we planted them somewhere, and they come back every year. come and visit
1: yeah it was the front yard of one of our of our old house i think i got them back in kindergarten they were like we grew them in class and then we brought them back and we put them i think my mom or dad they put them in the front of our house and they got so big super big like i think like six seven feet tall they were like the big sunflowers And every year you'd come out and by like late spring, early summer, they would have gotten back to all of their glory. It was really nice. So pretty, like the sun. Yeah, I don't think they're there anymore. I don't think so. Maybe somebody, I think somebody may have mowed them down, unfortunately. Yeah. Aside from that, though, I mean, gardening has always kind of been like a thing in our family. Our parents would do it all the time. Different types of vegetables and things. Here and then like back in Nigeria. And they still do it. Like, every year, they'll plant mostly Nigerian crops. And then tomatoes was a big thing, too. So, a lot of the times, we'd go outside and help. Yeah. You tend to learn which plants are bullies and which
0: ones are not. And which ones you can put next to each other and which ones you shouldn't. Mm hmm
1: So, a lot of our gardening, planting stuff, we get from that.
0: Indeed. We both have different things we like to plant. And different things we like to take care of and things. I like different types of things. I well, lazy you know, trees, flowers.
1: I like practical things like food. Trees
0: are practical. My mom says she likes trees
1: that give you something.
0: Right, like fruit. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. it was an annoying tree that it's there, but it didn't have anything on it. and Plus, it was falling over. We cut it down. <laughs> yeah, and it, it started to come back.
1: And we put a fruit tree right next to it. Right. hmm hmm
0: So right now, there are three fruit trees. There's a pear tree, a, a peach tree,
1: and an apple tree. Yeah. Beyond that, so most of our history doing it is like, <laughs> it's kind of extensive. Like every year, just going outside and planting Planting things. something. Yeah. More recently, we got into looking after our own stuff. At least I did. Especially with like herbs. I always, for the last... I want to say five, six years. Every year I'll plant new rounds of basil, sage, mint. mint, I love especially.
0: I love mint scent.
1: Mint and sage's scent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Beautiful. So every year I will end up planting all of those. And so we kind of have like a mixed history of planting things, both inside and outside, in like in the ground, in pots, that kind of thing. Indeed. And sometimes, love, you may get a few surprises.
0: Example. There's a... I believe it's a vegetable called leaf, and we left it in a bag. Well, at it's been months. And then we opened the bag to see what was inside of it, because we forgot what was inside. It was just hanging on the closet door. Opened it. The the thing was growing inside the bag.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there are some hardier plants out there. Quite strange, but kind of cool. We still plant them, too. So, generally speaking... We have a very storied history with it. It's actually kind of a thing that everybody in our family ended up doing at one point or another.
0: Planned a of different things. Each person found something
1: that they liked. Mm-hmm. And then you just roll with it. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to what we do currently, like I said, most of what I do is around growing herbs. I do have some indoor herbs that I grow basically all year round, and then every spring, I start planting new rounds of those to put outside. There's nothing like fresh herbs, lovelies. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then every year I tend to try to experiment a little bit. There are some teddy bear sunflowers that I've been trying to grow for, I think, two years now. And (laughs) neither time, they have not grown past their middle phase. And I'm not sure exactly what I've done wrong. The struggle is real, man. Some plants don't like anything. Yeah, it can be hard sometimes. What else am I been experimenting with? I kind of want a tea tree, but that hasn't happened yet. And then the other thing that I've been trying to grow is some peppers. Last year, I started getting into growing some peppers. So this year, I think I'm going to start to do a bit more of a variety of peppers.
0: I like peppers.
1: Yeah. To look at. <laughs> to look at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to look at,
0: and they have to be blended into the food. If They're gonna exist. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, I tend to do more curve and that kind of gardening, and less so like the flower kind. I think that flowers are pretty, but I've never really gotten into wanting to cultivate them. My dad's into that though. Yeah,
0: I tried once during a science experiment to try and change the colors of roses. It it didn't work out for me. I think I killed them. (laughs) (laughs) Double sorry. Double sorry. But after that, I wanted to plant morning glories. These really pretty blue flowers. You're going to do that this year? I'm going to try. I'm I'm going to try, man. Mm -hmm.
1: I want to plant some sunflowers. Maybe. Sunflowers are so hard because you need to have a place that has, like, basically near constant sunlight and, like, nothing else
0: around. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. There are some plants that do bully each other lovelies. Yeah. And so I try to make sure that they are not next to each other. Yeah. Because
1: they do bully. They really do. It's funny to look at. They do. I have this problem with mint. Like, mint you have to kind of keep in its own specific jar. And the reason you have to do this is because otherwise it'll go and it will kill anything around it so that it can live. Mm Mm-hmm. Conqueror, you know? Yeah. It's invasive. It's (laughs) greed. But
0: I also really want, like, I can't plant it here, but I want bamboo, but bamboo's also invasive.
1: What are you going to do with bamboo? I just like it. You just like it?
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You can make, you can make paper with bamboo. Yeah. Swords. With
1: bamboo. What, what are you doing with a sword? My shield dog is made bamboo. I know it is, but like... Yeah. Just go we'll get another sienna. No, I
0: like, I want a bamboo too, you know? I also want to try, see, pumpkins are also quite invasive also. But I also want to try to get a pumpkin. But the yard that we have, if we plant it there, it's going to take over the whole thing. One lady on TikTok, she didn't want her pumpkin anymore. So what she did, she threw it into the yard, lovelies.
1: By next year... Her whole yard was full of pumpkins. Yeah. Honestly, if it's in our family's house, the issue our Our soil ours, isn't that good. It's not good. It's
0: not good at all. It'll kill the pumpkin. We have pine with the pine trees? Yeah, there's a lot of pine in the back. trees.
1: The front is fine. No, the front has pine trees too. Those are pine trees. Some of the side one is the two like bushes are. Oh. Well they're no good lovelies. I'm
0: telling you, they poison the ground there. Some things just don't like growing here. Mm. And so if you want to plant something you have to plant it kind of wherever these pine trees aren't and you can't use the leaves of the pine trees to fertilize what you're going to because it doesn't do well with the soil so you kind of have to be creative and get yourself a gardening box
1: yeah so we have a lot of pots and stuff to Mm -hmm. avoid that sometimes you'll use the ground but when if you're using the ground we end up having to add in like a whole bunch of more like soil and stuff to try to fertilize it and help counteract whatever is wrong with our our soil
0: (laughs) they're real strong although they're starting calendar the pH but you know we're learning
1: and we're growing with it you know yeah speaking of trees we also have I don't, plant gardening is not the appropriate word for trees we're trying to look after these trees we have like it's three, a full time job yeah I love trees lovelies.
0: I I like we have three fruit trees remember uh, the peach the pear and the apple tree they're like mini children if you yeah. don't look after them they're, they're not gonna do well
1: yeah, you would think that trees would be easy, like you just kind of put it there
0: and, and it'll, it'll just give do you job. No, no, no. It wants you to. It wants you to. It wants you to come outside and look after it, mm-hmm. which I don't mind. You know, trees are trees are interesting, but one of them in particular is having a, a bit of a rough, rough patch. You know.
1: Yeah, a peach tree. Peach has-
0: trees, nectarines tend to get like fungus on them, so we have to spray them. Yeah. When they're dormant, then after you know. Take away the, the the fungus that's on it. As long as you don't spray the ground because it will kill the fungus in the ground.
1: But it's kind of interesting. But the other trees are doing well, I think. Our main problem child right now has been the peach tree. The fungus has been slowly killing it. But I think, I hope we're going to win because this time we
0: made time to spray that tree. Mm-hmm. We got a tall person to reach the
1: top branches. Yes, and dealing with... A tree that has fungus is annoying because the peach tree in particular has gotten big, particularly big, right? Big. you need to spray all of it.
0: And so we you can't use a spray bottle because it's so tall now. So we went on Amazon. Actually, we went on YouTube, Professor YouTube, and we looked at things that you can use to spray tall trees. And look at this, like pump thingy, and we use that to spray the tree. We got the copper side that you use, and we put it in
1: water. Yeah, I mean, we had what, to do some research to figure out what the bright ratio was. It it was a project. <laughs>
0: yeah, but it was it was fun though to to figure out different things about like how to take care of the tree, and you can learn a lot on YouTube. Yeah. About like because of different farmers on there who have peach trees, and you learn that orangey looking green leaf is not normal for them. Yeah,
1: YouTube and Google have been invaluable in like figuring out what's wrong with our with our trees. Mm-hmm. You know, we even sprayed down the other two for good measure, just in case, just in case.
0: Ex- except for the baby, because the baby, is, the apple tree is maybe a year, almost two years old. Yeah. In May, but it's still little, so we did not spray that tree. No, we're still
1: letting that one grow.
0: Mm-hmm. We need to get some mulch to put on these trees to yeah. revitalize
1: them. Yeah. Uh, to clarify, we have one peach tree, one pear tree, and one pink lady apple tree. Indeed the peach tree and the pear tree are older our mom actually put those ones down along
0: with the plum tree but it didn't make it yeah that
1: one died really quick (laughs) i don't know what
0: happened it It just just didn't make it then we take it out but now these ones i'm we're working really hard to make sure that they survive because that peach tree it's real big i
1: refuse to take it out of the ground absolutely not Mm -mm. Mm -mm. we're gonna save that tree we're gonna save that tree (laughs) And then the pink lady tree, we actually got our mom for Mother's Day one year. Yeah, and she loved it, too. She That's that's her favorite type of apple.
0: Mm. And so we got her that tree. Yeah. And she loved it.
1: Yeah. So we planted it for her. So that tree. That tree's going to survive. It, it better not go.
0: <laughs> I I have no time for that. No. I can't replace it. Yeah. It'd be bitter, right? <laughs> i be happy, lovelies.
1: So yeah, so the goal here is to have trees that, you know, provide food of some sort. Right. So, That's th- the true organic. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like there was a year before the peach tree started to succumb to the fungus where it gave us several peaches. Bowls of peaches. The pear too. But I'm telling you loves, I'm going
0: to get myself a nice tall iron fence. Because there are people
1: <laughs> who come up lovelies and they come off this tree and they pluck the fruit. Yes. And like it would be one thing if there was a lot of it on the tree. But there'll be like Two pears on the tree. And they take the two pears. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like,
0: well, we didn't get any. that Exactly. Like, I don't mind sharing. I don't either. But the problem is, you came on to the lot and didn't even ask either.
1: I just took the fruit. <laughs> just took it. It's not our public property. <laughs> so, that's what we're doing with the trees. Yeah. I'm going to start planting my current round of herbs and probably you know taking care of the ones i have inside i like to filter out soil and stuff every year
0: i like different plants i don't plant inside i i had one plant one year that belonged to my fish but it brought in a whole host of flies
1: and i was not happy so it it had to go <laughs> yeah that's another thing sometimes when you garden inside you need to ex- inspect your plants because bugs will come fruit flies and, and all. they will They will start to occupy. Mm -mm. (laughs) They weren't even invited to the party. They weren't. (laughs) Like, I had a problem one year where now I water my plants from the bottom, which is probably the better way to water them, especially if you're gardening inside. But before when I would water them from the top, at some point, some bugs had started nesting in these plants. And they had started growing because the soil is moist. And they're like, oh, this is my home now. And so, one day, I went upstairs and saw all these bugs and had to go on a bug-killing crusade for an (laughs) afternoon. So, here's your first tip. Water from the bottom, (laughs)
0: never from the top. Second tip, lovelies. If you can get your hands on some dire, tenacious earth. Yes, that will help, too. Food grade, like, you know, the one to put in the horse's feet to kill the, the, the mites in their stomach. Get that for yourself, because... Bugs have an exoskeleton, and this will drive them out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They won't come back, and they tell their neighbors, too. <laughs> Don't go over to that house. <laughs> There's something in the soil. Yeah. You learn things over the years about things that will only kill the bugs that are invasive. Yeah. And are not allowed to be there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do wish, lovelies, that we lived in a warmer climate, because I, I want to plant some
1: cantaloupes. I don't know where that would grow. And some
0: lemons. And oranges.
1: Would a lemon lemon tree not grow here? I think they're too... No, I don't think there are a lot of months in the year for it. That's too bad. I don't have a greenhouse either, lovelies. Yeah. I'm also going to try my hand. Every year I end up having to propagate my mint because sometimes it won't come back. Usually mint is a weed, but for some reason, sometimes when I put it into a pot, it's not. But mint is super easy to propagate. So I've been working on figuring out how to propagate my other plants. Basil? I've done basil before. It can be trickier. Basil has a nice scent, too. Um, I'm not sure if I explained. Propagating, (laughs) if you don't know, is when you take bits of a plant that already exists and try to grow it into an entirely new plant. I tend to try to do this so that I don't have to start from scratch. And I think it's a nice skill to have, especially if you want to, like, share the love and give your friends part of your plant so they don't have to start from a seed. Right. It's apparently really important for mint because mint, for some reason, I have never been able to grow mint from a seed. It's not fair. Yeah. It, it just doesn't
0: like to grow from a seed.
1: Yes, but it was super easy to propagate. Mm-hmm. And so anytime friends will want then I'll be like, hey, I'll just kind of give you a plant. Basically, the process is generally that you take a section of it and like put it into water and hope that after a few days it'll start to grow roots, then you'll dip it back into the soil. You can do this with a lot of things. I've even seen people on TikTok use it to regrow a lot of the vegetables that they use in their kitchen. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Like I've seen them do it with green onions, ginger. I've seen somebody do it with a
0: potato. I love ginger. Ginger is my friend, lovelies. If you can get the root and boil that, with, the, with some lemon and other tea, your cold will go away.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, ginger's nice. I wish I could plant that. Same. I don't think our soil's good enough for it. we we'll have to get a box. Like, <laughs> a, one of those like gardening boxes. <clears throat> yeah, but I'm not sure how deep down ginger grows. That's the thing. That's the issue. That's... we have to get a tall one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll have to get a tall one, lovely. But yeah, so that's what I do when it comes to my planting stuff. I use a lot of it for like cooking and stuff. The mint, mix, mint makes good tea. It does. Uh, sage and basil are good for cooking, See? especially meats. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. I really want a tea tree because tea has always been something I wanted to experiment with. And it would be nice to have tea leaves available at my whim. You know? But I'm still trying to figure that out. That'd be cool, too. I want aloe. Like an aloe plant? Will aloe grow here? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, actually, I think it will. I think you can even grow it inside. So maybe we'll go and find an aloe plant.
0: Because you can use it for, like, burns and things. Especially sunburns. Tip, well, oh, at least it's summer coming up, man. Yeah. Get some aloe. So maybe we'll get an aloe tree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? I also want to see, like, different herbs that can do medicinal things. Not the, like, the high-tech Just enough medicinal herbs.
1: Yeah. I'm really trying to experiment a lot with, like, tea making and maybe eventually, like, growing some of the herbs that I use in it. Like, I like to make uh, tea from scratch sometimes, guys. <laughs> and <laughs> it's kind of become a hobby of mine. I To, so, like, it. experiment. <laughs> yeah, to, like, experiment with, like, what I put in there. Different herbs have, like, different properties and are helpful for different things. And it's just become kind of one of my cooking hobbies. Indeed. Speaking of,
0: does anybody know where to find
1: white turmeric? Yes. Anybody? <laughs> white turmeric is interesting. I wish I could grow that too. But there's a white version of like the regular yellowish turmeric. orange turmeric. And it's good for if you want to drink it because it won't stain your teeth. Mm-hmm. But it's also impossible to find. We found it once. Yes,
0: once. Or twice. And never came back.
1: Yeah. That was the most annoying thing.
0: It never came back. I, I still mean, love turmeric, but like eh. I'd like it better if it was, you know, the one that nobody saw afterwards.
1: (laughs) I think that we've gotten off of track. So let's get back to what we were talking about, which was what we're planting now. I don't know what else to say. That's, That's all. I'm mainly just treating trees, lovelies. Okay, and now that you know what we do, let's talk about some of the things that have helped us. Because, I mean... There are small things and hand-eye coordination needed, and so a visual impairment will obviously kind of... You know, you're going to run into some issues sometimes. I like planting, maybe because it's tactile. Yeah, it's surprisingly less visual than people seem to think it is. Yeah! You know, you can feel your way around things. Mm -hmm. I think it's fun. Yeah. It's a really good activity if your vision is limited, especially if you figure out some tricks. Which, the first one, I think I would say, especially if you're a beginner, I recommend starting inside, especially if you're trying to plant seeds. Start inside with some small pots because, first off, they need to start in small pots initially. Putting uh, some seeds into a big pot might not work out. There's too much soil sometimes for Mm. some species of plants. So you need to start in small pots anyway. And starting out inside will make it so that you can control things like your lighting the area that you're planting in and make it easy for you to see things Mm -hmm. so yeah that's my big thing basically try to start inside in an environment where what vision that you do have can be the most effective
0: the interesting thing about you can control your lighting a lot of vision is enhanced with light depending on how much light is around or the kind of light if some people don't like really harsh lights, you can tone it down enough to just be able to tell what, what you're doing, what the plants are up to, what the seeds are up to. Sometimes what I don't like, though, is some seeds are really, really dark, mm-hmm. and so they just blend in with the dirt. So you just have to use non-visual techniques mm-hmm. to plant those things.
1: Well, I mean, you wouldn't leave it at the dirt initially. Like, if they came into a bag, put it onto something that has, like, pretty high contrast so that it's easy for you to pick out. You can feel them, too. You don't really need to look at them. Mm. the other benefit of doing it inside is that it's easier for you to control the environment right so if your vision makes it hard to navigate places that aren't paved right it's easier to a tell where your plants are and b be able to re- locate them reliably mm-hmm. that could be a big benefit right plus you can label them oh yes labeling is important too whether you're inside or outside fully sided or not get a stake label your plants whether it's with tape or like those are these long stake things that are wooden that you can use Mm -hmm. you can even label them with braille if you i love braille Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or large print if you're doing it outside i recommend having big land markers that says which which one is planted here Mm -hmm. i mean you don't even need to know which one is planted here. Just something that will let you know that you have plants in that area, like brightly colored windmills or like pinwheels, can be helpful. Indeed. Maybe then, lovelies, you won't be sad
0: and disappointed when somebody mows down your mint. Yeah, that's happened to us. (laughs) It's a real struggle. Another tip, lovelies, is a lot of plants have directions on how to plant them on the back. But if they're too small, usually they have them either online. It's usually accessible, too. Mm Mm-hmm. You can use seeing
1: AI to scan the back of it, and it will read it to you. Mm -hmm. That's what I was going to say. Oh. (laughs) But yeah, so that could be helpful from the early stages, like if you're starting from seeds. When it comes to watering, usually I just kind of touch the soil. You know, if it's dry, it's dry. If it's wet, it's wet. So you don't really need your eyes for that. (laughs) Indeed.
0: I, Lovelies, have started a new organization called PPS plant protective services because sometimes sisters plants
1: are bone dry <laughs> that's not my fault sometimes here's the thing it is hard for me to get onto a schedule and i try my best for my plants but sometimes life gets in the way the plant children are calling out to
0: you ma'am <laughs> listen i'm a good plant parent and i try my I'm best calling the plant authorities
1: and I usually water them, and I take care of them. I make sure to get them back into place, you know? But, you know, sometimes life gets in the way. The plants <laughs> might take a back seat. As they always say. Guilty as charged. And I'll come back, and there, some leaves will be falling down. In my defense, this will happen after, like, two days sometimes. And I'll be like, listen, I've seen you survive a week without being watered. I don't understand why you started to perish after two days. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Someone like, well... You ignored me last week, so I'm just going to, you know, take your attention. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm telling you, plants are alive. There was a a plant. I think it was a flower. I love to sing lovelies, and I, these plants, I'm telling you, love music. Some of them are heavy rockers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of them, like Bocelli. Because yeah. I love Bocelli.
1: T- plants listen. Apparently, it- they do. And so, like, apparently, it's good to talk to them. It's good to give them names. I have, I've named all of my indoor plants. Yeah. Yeah. We just have to name the trees outside. Yeah, we haven't named the trees.
0: Either one of them.
1: That's sad. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Another good thing to do is if you want to garden outside, because, you know, you don't have a lot of space or you just prefer outside, using pots and things that are contained spaces can be useful for, like, Being able to find what you planted later. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I tend to do that for vision reasons as well as soil reasons. What else? If you're going to use the ground, I recommend doing like a thorough sweep, like making sure that you've gotten rid of all of the weeds, everything. Just make sure that you have like a clear area to work with. That way, there isn't a lot that you have to do in terms of knowing what's what. Because if there are plants invading into the area that you're working, not only will they not grow properly, but you know, it's going to be difficult for you to tell what's what in that area. Mm-hmm. So basically clear out your space before you start and make sure to pluck weeds every once in a while to make sure that it stays neat. Another tip that I learned, this one was from TikTok. Try to plant plants
0: that are native to your kind of like your area, you know, like the state, because that way you can revive certain populations. Like the monarch butterfly. I love that butterfly. It's so pretty. But it's in. I think it's endangered. And so I think they like, was it milkweed? Mm, I think they like milkweed, yeah. Milkweed. And so they ask people to plant them. They'll help to revitalize their, their population because they like to lay their eggs on them. And I think they eat them too, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Plus,
1: butter, plus butter. They're so pretty, lovelies. Just a tip. Planting native species, man. Yeah, you should plant <laughs> native species. You got to try to conserve the environment where you can. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. I think it's cool. Oh, and don't be afraid to experiment with what works for you. Use your other senses. The nice thing about plants is they're inanimate or they don't move very much, so don't be afraid to get as close as you need to them. That's the nice thing about them. Indeed. Feel around at some point.
0: They do dance.
1: Yeah. Feel free to feel up and down. Use your other senses for them.
0: Because different plants have this in different textures, so you'll be able to tell the difference between them if you touch them.
1: Yeah. Or from smell. hmm hmm Another thing that I've wanted to try, this isn't so much a tip as it is like a suggestion. If you don't want to go through the trouble of doing the plant thing traditionally, there are a lot of hydroponic and plant electronic home things that have been floating around. I've been meaning to try one of those.
0: Oh, like those like, it has like, artificial lights and those things?
1: Yes, yes, those. And it kind of grows it for you. I think that. I'm not sure if you can grow your own plants on there or if they give you seed
0: pods a lot of them give you pods I think they have these seed pods in like these containers you just put them in yeah and you water them and you, they, and you turn on the light thingy
1: and they're pretty low maintenance they'll take care of your plants like in the light and stuff like that I think one lady put her
0: light too close to the plants they kind of fried some of them
1: <laughs> so yes. read the instructions <laughs> yeah definitely read the instructions from what I've seen, it seems like a pretty like beginner-friendly way of getting into gardening. So that could be tried out. What else? Try to look up the best environment for your plants. Because different plants have different needs a lot of the time. And if you don't respect them, they, they tend to, to go on you fast. Yep. <laughs> Any tips
0: for plants?
1: Hmm. Let's talk about gardening tools. So, sometimes you'll have to use sharp things. And my suggestion for that is when it comes to those kinds of tools, get ones that have bright handles. I love those bright handles One, Those are cool. Yeah, that way you can keep
0: track of them. Because the black and orange blend right into the ground a lot of the time. Yeah. And if you're not careful, you may step on them. Particularly if it's like a garden hoe. Yeah. Which you... Probably shouldn't step on. Yeah,
1: so, <laughs> so try to get bright handles when possible so that you can keep track of where your things are. When it comes to actually cutting, if your vision makes that more difficult, I recommend, this is for c- cooking too, get some cutting gloves. That way you have an extra layer of protection. Mm-hmm. hmm
0: And if you're using something to cut, something like they, uh, what are these? Are they pruning scissors? I think so. Shears? Something like that. But, like, it's easier if you know where the blade is. Mm-hmm. So, you know the rule? does a measure twice, cut once. Yeah. Make sure what you're cutting is there and make sure your hands are away from the blade itself.
1: It's a good idea to wear gloves all the time, regardless if you're outside, just to make sure that you don't, like, come across anything. Mm-hmm. Poison Ivy is rampant in our yard.
0: Let me tell you, and... that leaves a three... Rhyme does not make any sense, lovelies. Don't yeah. listen to it. There's a whole bunch of plants that yeah. have three leaves.
1: Yeah. So going around feeling everything might not be a good idea, no. even if you did have perfect No. Yeah. I'm telling you, poison ivy
0: is not fun. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Don't yeah. burn it, lovelies. Yeah. <laughs> it will
1: be in the air, and no, you won't. You won't have a good day. For our fellow people with albinism, here's the thing. Noon. At noon, the sun is too bright. But, like, if the sun is too close to the horizon, then you'll be blinded the whole time. So try to go sometime in between those two extremes. Right! My dad sounds like that he'll either go in the early morning, before
0: the sun comes up a little bit, or around, like, the evening, like when it the sun starts to down. Like,
1: yeah. That way you can garden safely without fear of sunburns. Right. Make sure you wear your sunscreen. And sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And a hat too. And beware of insects. Some of them are mean. Oh, insects, insects. Get that mosquito repellent, guys. Nobody likes mosquitoes.
0: Uh-uh. But make sure if you're going to use like certain types of insecticides, there are insects that are necessary for pollination. So yeah, don't kill those. Use those for discretion. If there are insects eating your plants and they're not supposed to, because there are some hornworms who all, yeah, the hornworms or like beetles that will snack on the leaves and will kill off the plant, because it eats them other roots too. You can get some dire, tenacious earth. It won't kill the plant, but it will get the insects. So you sprinkle it on top of the plant's leaves, you know, a gentle sprinkle, and it'll be good. Yeah. For those things, that like to ingest your roots of the plants, which are not good. Because when you water them and the roots have holes in them, the, the plant won't do well.
1: Yeah. And I think that might be all that we have for tips. Do you have anything else? I don't believe so. This has been a particularly short and rambly episode. I hope that you've enjoyed at least some of our <laughs> conversation. <laughs> so, moving on. What's been up with us this month? Do you want to start or should I? start okay so this month i don't know what to talk about i guess i've read some pretty good books the three in particular that i enjoyed were illuminate which is super interesting like it has the perfect combination of people that are like stuck in a spaceship with an ai they can't trust a government they can't trust and the potential deadly virus that they can't trust i I don't know it's just an enjoyable read what else I've been reading a book about, I think it's titled Art and Fear. Mm. And it's basically a lot of like musings and observation about creation in general of art. And it's very interesting, especially if there are any fellow content creators listening. Basically, for two hours of audio, the guy (laughs) basically tells you that it doesn't matter. (laughs) Just make what you want.
0: Make what you want, lovely.
1: Yeah. (laughs) There's going to be a
0: platform for you.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. But I thought it was helpful. There are some little nuggets of wisdom I think you could take away from it. And then finally, this one is my favorite. There is this this—it's I think this is YA fantasy. It's called Akata Witch and it's basically like Nigerian Harry Potter, I want to say. Too cool. Or better yet, Owl House. We all love the Owl House. But it's so cool because you get witches and The main character is albino and Nigerian and Ethel, And I was like, oh my gosh, I would have loved this when I was a kid. You know, representation, lovelies. Yeah. So I've been enjoying that too. I'm going to continue that series. Lovelies, I have read
0: all the books that she's read. I've read, but I've never read a single word. (laughs) I can tell you what
1: happens. Yes, I like to tell her about all the things (laughs) I read and watch. (laughs) I guess that's what I've done this month or what I've read this month. That's what I have to share this month. Indeed. And you? That's for me, lovelies. You know, I started Braille for
0: Lovelies, and I'm teaching you, lovelies, all about
1: braille. We finished the
0: office, congratulations, yay!
1: Yeah, her series is actually really nice. She put a lot of work into it,
0: and it really shows. You know, I wanted you, lovelies, to have the best one, because eventually, we're gonna be on PBS Kids, mm-hmm. <laughs> teaching braille to all the little lovelies of the world. And so now, lovelies, Braille's not done yet. We have contracted Braille, grade 2 Braille, which is the way that I like to read Braille. It's faster for reading and writing. It's a kind of like shorthand Braille. Different symbols of Braille can mean groups of letters or words, too. And so, all of our next episodes are all contractions, and there are different types, too. So stay tuned. Indeed. Oh, also, it's on a new night now. Well, a new day. It's on Thursdays now, instead of Saturdays. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other thing I've been into, Lovelies, I love anime. And this season has been so good. <laughs> There's, oh, I love different th- th- sports anime. And Blue Lock, the soccer one, has come out and I'm having a ball.
1: Mm-hmm. I know, that anime is just so hype.
0: <laughs> it's so-, so cool. Like all the anime that has, like, that has sports in it. Uh, Haikyuu's one for volleyball. Freeze for uh, swimming. Tsurine for archery. All of them wonderful, and I have learned so much about the sport just from those anime. They're too cool.
1: Yeah, they end up being lessons in sports, and just some nice, like, shown in action. Mm-hmm. Friendships, it's so cool! Yeah. I hope I get my free season two,
0: three? I think it's three. I need it! I- Lovelies, I've been waiting for this since the, the Olympics, and I haven't gotten it! Yeah! <laughs> Double sorry to my animation studio back in Japan, man. Yeah. Double, double, triple, quadruple, sorry. Yeah. Um, but, but it's such a good show. Like, it's different sports. I mean, it's too cool, man. Another show we've been watching. Lovelies. Gundam is my favorite, one of my favorite genres of all time. I love my mechs. The Witch from Mercury is such a good show, right?
1: Yes. This is a good Gundam. Or at the very least, it's turning out to be a good Gundam. Me and Noe have always watched Gundam together.
0: Mm-hmm. G Gundam and those are the ones, the fabulous ones. See? That, too.
1: I Am Blooded Orphans. That
0: wonderful, too. See, we were watching Double O at one point, and then... We got distracted. Some other show took its place for a <laughs> minute. <laughs> we, haven't called, we haven't gone back. Yeah. And then, because we were watching it kind of like... I was at college, and, you know, and she's at home, so we, like, we watch a certain amount of episodes by a certain day, but then somebody would go ahead... Because it just got so... You can't stop at some episodes, lovelies.
1: Yeah. I haven't gotten into the Universal Century timeline and might not. The only one I actually want to watch is Stargazer. No, Unicorn. That's not part of the Universal Century timeline.
0: Can they make a dub of the Stargazer one, please?
1: I would like a dub for that.
0: Lovelies, I'm too blind to read that. (laughs) Yeah. I don't mind subs, but I can't... The subtitles by the time you... No, it's not working for me. So please, if you know anybody who works there, please make a dub for me. <laughs> yeah. I much appreciate it, you know? But Wish for Mercury, it's so good, Lovelies, you know? It's so cool.
1: Yeah, the animation's just so pretty. It's so pretty. And the Ariel's design is so it's nice. so...
0: Lovelies, I've, I have favorite Gundams. This is uh, among the top ones, too. It's It looks very similar to all the other ones, like the blue and white design, but it's like a
1: paler color right? Yeah, and I like how streamlined it looks. I am a sucker for good Gundam designs. My
0: favorite one, Lovelies, is uh, Barbatos, Lupus Rex. You know the Ooh. one from Mind Blittered Orphans?
1: That's my favorite, too. So it pretty. Looks so good.
0: It looks like a beast. Yeah, it was, it was a good piece of work, though. Love that show. But yeah, you know, there's a lot of good shows out. We finished Spike's Family. Hirok is also in the,
1: in the loop, too. Yeah, but Hiroka has not been hot too hot this season. I'm not gonna lie. Shh! Don't say that. You're gonna re- <laughs> I got <gonna> the bass. <laughs> and there's a lot of good shows
0: out this season. You know.
1: Yeah.
0: One day we'll probably do an episode about good TV shows. Yeah, mm-hmm. stuff that we like between you know all the things on Hulu, Netflix, everything. Yeah. Anime,
1: because yeah. that's that. It's a
0: whole section in in and of itself. I love that. stuff, so, you know, it's too cool. Yeah.
1: Okay, and I think that's where we're gonna end off for today.
0: Tell Lovelies, we well, all love plants, plants galore, man. <laughs>
1: hmm Anyway, I hope that you enjoyed our rambles at least. And let us know if you prefer this kind of episode or our more structured episodes.
0: Indeed, lovelies. We can talk forever. I love talking,
1: man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, thanks for listening for this long, and we'll see you in the next episode. toodaloo lovelies. Bye.